On this episode, John and I are back in the uh, J- the Julian basement. Um, we are uh, we we tested out uh, videotaping the show as well, so be on the lookout for um, some video of of, of, of the show. And uh, we we kind of ramble, just kind of like I am right now. We ramble a little bit. We go all the way from uh, talking about playing Florida golf to the players to the challenges of the last week to will the coronavirus completely kill all professional sports and sporting events and watching them as a spectator. Uh, we are all over the board, and John got some new wedges, and we sample some Johnny Drum bourbon. A lot going on in this episode. We hope you enjoy it, and uh, please give us some feedback on the, uh, the video stuff that we share on some other channels. Thanks. I've got this one about two balls out to the right. I'm telling you, man, it's a speed putt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of season two of the Faded Golf Podcast. Oh, ooh, yeah, I, I guess I, we kind of need to address the camera to a degree. I'll First try to, time. I'll try to face it to a little bit, at least kind of an angle. We're, we're going with, um, we're going to put our first taped, like, well, second. We actually went live, if you remember, with Durham on Facebook. For like um, 10 minutes or something. Or did we it, get the like, whole it like ran on an iPad like in the background, but it was like way far away. We're gonna see how this works. We're gonna work on our audio. Um, because we're recording this audio, I might be able to overlay it into uh, into the video to make it sound better. I'm not sure yet. I could strip that out, but we're recording both ways. We'll be good. Um, but we're gonna try to do that just so because we've got uh, John's got a golf club here. We might kind of show you a little bit and. Um, We've got. We figure we we talk bourbon and or drinks and stuff, and we figure we'd have some visuals every now and then on the show. So uh, be on the lookout for that. We'll share give it some a whirl. stuff. Yep, give it a whirl there. Uh, how you been, Johnny? Good. Good. How are you, buddy? I didn't even do like the the formal introduction with the you know as always here with John Valkenberg. Go ahead. Just right now, you could do it live. Right. Yeah. Right on. Cheers. We're we're having a beverage. Um, I've got the uh, Sweetwater 420 on draft. Wow, um, is that all that on the bottom? Look at that. I think it's just... What is that? It's just some extra weird, but the way the bubbles are forming in that oh, okay. glass. Sweetwater, 420. Yeah, I got, like I, got a, I, I, re, uh, I re-upped the kegs, so we're good there. Um, and I... Uh, what else did I do? I don't know. Oh, I got a Wee Mac as well, which is good. Yeah. yeah Can't go bad. wrong with a Wee Mac. Um... So we obviously had a guest last week. I thought that was uh, a lot of fun talking about golf simulators. Um, yours is still a sweet upgrade, I'll have to say. The Unicor. Mm-hmm. And um, I think uh, that was that was a good show. It was something different. And we, we still look forward to having some more guests this year. Did you happen to watch any of the golf tournament, though, this weekend? A little bit. We're in our... our uh Florida basement school. podcast yeah uh where you can maybe hear a little dog bark in the background mm-hmm. but it's the way it goes um yeah I, I i watched a little bit that i think bay hill played pretty tough but the last two weeks have played tough it's just it was windy the guys couldn't predict the distances they were yeah. just it was all over the place so i i like tough golf i like seeing those guys kind of grind a little bit. i do i like it like i think there's two sides to that some more people want to see like a lot more birdies, low scoring. 
I, I like seeing the tough golf. Well, and that's where I kind of go with this whole argument that the the ball needs to be rolled back or equipment needs to change or whatever this kind of thing is. It's like we, they still play some tough golf at times. You know, I mean, there's whether it be because the U.S. Open is set up tough or it be because conditions can be tough at some courses or whatever it is, it's, it's fine. But then, yes, there are going to be a few where they just tear it up and they shoot 20 under par. But it, by the way, though, if you think about that, that's averaging four or five birdies around. Uh, for these guys, that's not hard to do. And it's not necessarily, to me, it's like not dominating a golf course either to shoot four or five under par. It's pretty good. It's very good. on average. But think about that. That's, that's what the winner does. I know, the winner. I mean, that's incredible. The rest, the rest of the guys are still often barely under par for the week, yep. maybe over par that make the cut, right? So I, I think we get kind of carried away and focusing on what the winner's score was and how they tore it up. But like when, the, when these guys are on, they are freaking on. And four, five, seven, eight under... You remind me a little Curtis Strange right now. There you'll you. you'll learn. You'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just, to me, going out there and shooting even par often makes cuts uh, at a lot of these courses. And yeah, I get it. Um, shortening these up uh, could help make it so that uh, architecture doesn't get obsolete at some courses and some stuff like that. And there's arguments and whatever else. But um, clearly we've seen there's still challenging golf can be had. I think um, uh, Augusta always plays pretty tough. The the one after that down in uh, um, Harbor Town, that always plays Very real tough. tough too. And it's a short course. It's play. I think it only plays like seven thousand yards. Maybe. I mean the Honda is is it the Honda the week before uh, the Arnold Palm the uh, was that was that the uh, yeah that was that's the, the week before week, yeah. Right? yeah that's. Like, that was tough. Like that's on tour. That's usually the the yeah. highest score winning. Right. Besides, what usually is it? What what other? I'm trying to think, what other tournament is? It's one of the majors. Is it has a lower? Well, the U.S. Open. U.S. Open, and because the, they grow the rough out and they make it tough. Sometimes the Open has depends on the weather. It's all the Open depends totally depends on the weather. Yeah. Um. I would say that uh, otherwise, I mean, there's there's yeah, a few hit and miss courses, but a lot of these ones they they the just Honda. go and tear them up. The Honda um, is is always even if the weather's good, it's tough. Yep. I mean, uh, who was it? Uh, Keith Mitchell. He won last year, mm-hmm. and the weather was perfect, and he was seven under. Right. The weather. I mean. Well, they they make so many. There's so many. Uh, I guess penalties that can be had, that these guys end up pitting to the middles of greens and just two-putting and getting pars and getting the hell out a lot. And if you look at, uh, and I know a lot of these courses for these guys now are par 71s or par 70s because they strip out one or two of the par fives. But if they if they birdie the par fives during the week, that over four days, you know, that gets you to eight under yeah. if you just birdie the par fives. That's, and these guys are good enough to birdie all the par fives. Yeah, I, you know... Like I loved Jack Nicholas. Um, his approach was like he wasn't flag hunting. He's like I'm trying to hit the center of the green. He knew if you hit greens, you're not gonna get birdies yeah. that off, but you will get them, you know, here and there. But if you're on the green, you're gonna give yourself a shot. Yep. 
And that's that was his. He always, I heard him say that. I was like, that was his philosophy. Just hit the center of the green. Just aim for middle of the green. Don't have to go after pins, and you put yourself in a position for a chance. Yeah, and then the par fives. If you're on the green and two. Yeah. Well, even Fowler. I, I mean, I I heard Fowler in an interview say that you know unless he has a I think he said wedge in his hand. He might have said nine iron, nine iron or shorter. He just aims at middles of greens. Yeah, it's so hard. I mean, just think about all the hacks we play with, and they've got like a seven or eight iron in their hand. They're like, we should play in the right side. The right side. <laughs> Is it front or back? I'm like, dude, like, what's the, what's the yardage on the, the, the little sprinkler headset? Yeah, just, that's what just you should be doing. Middle of the green, to. just hit there. Yeah. Just yeah. hit that. And honestly, I don't think about it enough. I, I catch myself doing that too because you, you, you shoot the flag, you get your yardage. You know the pins in the back. Like, why would you play it the distance? It, you should definitely play it a couple yards short. I do, yards short. I do want to know if the flag is in the front or the back. But I still try to aim for the center. So right. if I know it's in the, in the back, I'm like, okay, I'll take off a club. Yep. Just put in the center. Yep. And, like, if it's in the front, I'm like, I'd rather be on the green a little long than short chipping. Yeah. So, I don't know, but that's, that's me. But I don't I, – I especially as I get like later in the season and maybe I get a little bit more comfortable with my swing and maybe I'm you know playing at whatever level I think is decent and I start thinking well I can go for pins and it's it's a terrible philosophy at the beginning of the season I go out and I just try to swing the club shoot at middle of the greens don't care and then I get cocky <laughs> um so we could preface a little uh next week we will uh we'll be down in our own Florida swing yeah, we're going to go on the Florida swing. Um, play some golf uh, at... Um, after... Not, now, we're not going to go play Sawgrass. So, we will, we're going to be down in Nepal's. We will be playing in Arnold Palmer Signature, of course. Yeah. yeah. Wildcat Run. Wildcat. And we're going to play a Jack course. Old Corkscrew. Old Corkscrew. Top 35 hardest rated courses in the country is Old Corkscrew. So, we'll, we'll have some fun. We'll have, our, we'll have a little forest swing. We'll... we'll uh, Either do something down there or we'll recap it the following week. Yeah, I was thinking about how we could do mobile. We may have a solution here if we uh, um, if I come up with a way for that to strip out the audio, like on a video, we could maybe just do a video. Um, you want to maybe possibly video a few shots. Yeah, I think we could do some stuff. We could do a little setup down there. Maybe I, I'll get a better uh, tripod. Maybe put it setup. on the golf cart. Yep. So I'm going to work on that uh, this week. Then we can do some stuff, and I, I can just strip out the audio from the video. I'm telling you, hey, all the I'm sure all you guys really care about how I'm going to put this together, but hey, whatever. I think um, I think what we should do is like have a little uh, like 16, 17, and eighteen. We'll film it, and we'll mm -hmm. have a little playoff. Yeah, that we'll show. I like it. It'll be fun. Yeah. Good stuff. I like it. Content. It'll be great. <laughs> Pacers are getting waxed right now. Just so destroyed. This is terrible. Um, how about uh, how about the Big Ten though? We're bouncing all around today. We're, we're all over the place right now. Best. Well, I'll look. I'll attribute it to the time change, and I haven't been to bed before midnight in three days, yeah. so I'm I'm a little tired. So my brain's not all there. But Big Ten. Strongest conference in America, and our our two teams any, may not make it in. Any anybody who questions that the Big Ten isn't the best conference in the nation, 
is they haven't been watching basketball. Well, they don't know. Yeah, they don't know college basketball. They don't know college basketball. I mean, there's some individual better teams. I've, I've, watched, I've watched enough years to know that across the board, these teams are all, all have really talented players. Um, all of them have at least one just elite player. Um, I think Michigan State has multiple players. To, to me, they're, they're the best in the Big Ten right now. But, um, but they got holes in them. They can be beat. Uh, Purdue, Purdue beat, beat them. Thirty. IU beat them. So I think I think the Big Ten tournament is going to be fabulous. It's this week. Yep. The Bankers. We're trying to. We might if if finagle. Uh, if uh, if Purdue and IU get to Friday. Yep. We'll we'll, uh, we'll look into that. Um, but they got to win. They got to win. So they got to win. IU's got to win tomorrow. Shoot. That's. I mean, if they Nebraska, win tomorrow, we if, should if, be able to beat If they win tomorrow, they're in. IU. Uh, yeah. I they're mean, they're in. They can't get like blown out by Penn State though. On the, if they get blown out by Penn State on Thursday, um, it's gonna be that could hurt. That could hurt them. It would have to be like a tight loss that for probably, them to lose. Probably locks them into a play in. Yeah, like eleven. Uh, I think seed. we're at, we're at a ten seed right now. Is what most of them are projecting. So I think I think goofy. I think the I, I think you win tomorrow. You're good. You lose tomorrow. Indiana loses tomorrow. They're Oh, it's they're cur- they're seasons. Yeah, they're they're a number two seed in the NIT, maybe. Purdue Indiana meet up. <laughs> the cha- NIT championship. Fucking sad. That's, where would it be? No. Where would where would the championship be? Gazal at their court. I think well, they do all the pr- previous rounds, but I think they end up doing a final four at like a neutral place. A neutral setting for the NIT. So the final four. They do? That is. I, I'm pretty sure they do. Um. Anyway, did you hear that the Ivy League has canceled their tournament? Oh God, we got to talk about the coronavirus again. Yeah, I did. I read that. I thought it was bullshit. I thought it was complete bullshit. And I read a uh, a a quote from the a senior at Harvard. Yeah, he was pissed. Oh, I believe that he was saying this is horrible. He's, He's like, like, now I can't play an additional game, which I was banking on, and we're the number two seed, and we might have been able to sneak one in there and get in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, sucks. Yeah, he was very, he was upset. You know, so I'm watching videos today about people that have had it. I mean, it's like it goes anywhere from like I just had a fever for a day, and I had to get over it, to. Yeah, I felt like some flu symptoms and had I had a cough and then I got over it. And it's like sounds like getting sick. I just don't know how the virus became so like feared. Yeah. That's what I want to understand. It's like why has it become so feared? There's so many different viruses out there. And that different types of colds, yep. different types of flus. So why is this so feared? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. the unknown. I guess. Yeah, I think it's just the unknown and and people not sure like if they can recover. And it, obviously, it's impacting people that have conditions already, just like every other illness does. But so, so yeah, but, okay. Let's go through that. I, we don't want to. I don't want to talk about this too long. But what you just said is is so important. So if you have a threat, you assess it. Like, what's the potential damage? What happens? You look at the people that you know are affected, mm-hmm. engage it, respond accordingly. Yeah. I would say the response has been a little more than accordingly. Are you kidding me? Like, I mean, they're already, like, 
just telling people to not go to work, not go to school, not go to whatever. Um, Trump's trying to pass a bill that says, hey, uh, we'll, we'll cut uh, employers' pay, you know, income taxes and whatever. Payroll, payroll taxes. Payroll taxes, I should, yeah, and to, to make sure that um, you know, they get, obviously, extra benefits to give people time to get healthy or whatever. And I'm like, that's awesome. I mean, that's all above and beyond. It's fantastic. Well, and, 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 but we haven't done that for any other illness and things like that. And I get it. It's an unknown and it's fine. And I'm not, I trust me, I'm not like trying to downplay but, this by any means. But, I'm just saying, like, I feel like we, nobody wants to get sick. Right. We get that. Wash your hands. But do what, your thing. But how much is unknown based off now? They've got 20, I mean, how many thousands of cases? They've been monitoring this sucker for over two months, you know, going on three months at this point. What um, what pretty close the percentage so. of deaths has been older people. There are more people who are susceptible, and that's with any illness like that yeah. has a cold. I know. Well, and the percentage of deaths people is are totally skewed too because more people are going and reporting this because it's an unknown, and they're going to doctors and they're basically reporting that they have this versus versus then people that would probably go and report that they have the flu, right? So if you, you there's all those like flu deaths. But how many go? How many cases of the flu go unreported? Like tons, tons. People don't. I didn't go to the doctor when I had the I flu. Never went to the doctor when I got the flu. And I got sick. I mean, I've only yeah. had the real flu one time in my life, and I it's was bad. sick as a dog. Yeah, you're out. You're down and out for two, three days. It yeah. sucks. It's not good. Yeah, hot, cold sweats, freaking body. You just want to lay in bed. Throat is on fire. Yeah, get it. The, 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 the symptoms I've read for a lot of the the people that had this, like no sore throat. They they don't sneeze. It's nope. just it's got a runny nose. They'll get a spiked fever. Yep. But shit, I mean, I've had spiked fevers just like being sick mm. for a day. Yeah, a little achy for a day, and you're okay. And I've heard a couple of the coughing. Whatever. <laughs> All right, on, on to this bullshit. Like, sorry, we could talk. This is the golf show, <laughs> not the Corona show. If and if anything, we should be having. Somebody asked me today. They're like, "Are you drinking Coronas to you know fight off that's the coronavirus?" And I go. Corona light because you know I want to make sure I don't go all in on the virus. So we're I'm just drinking Corona lights. All right, yeah, I'm done. I'm done talking yeah. about it because us we're, we're already contributing to the. Uh, all right, so back back to um, the Florida. Um, well, well, back to basketball real quick. Um, so we we're bouncing around. Um, who do you like in the tournament? I think we should talk about that one that next week. Yeah, let's talk about when that comes out. Like the because you know, well, let's say what. Let's do that Wednesday next week. We'll do a video. We'll talk about that because we'll have the brackets and we'll say who we like and we'll we'll make some picks. We'll bring on the Johnny can get on the show and we'll have uh, Scotty on the show and we'll do that. Yeah, I like that. I I I think we could talk about the Big Ten tournament just a little more. I think who do you think is going to win? That's this week. I love Maryland. I think they, of all the teams I saw this year, I think they are the most dangerous. Um, um, and if they can get some, if they just get their confidence, especially being kind of like, a, you know, obviously neutral courts type stuff, I, I, I think they are, they are going to be really tough out. I think it's going to be, it's, it's my two sleepers, it's going to be Illinois or Rutgers. Rutgers has been really good at home this year, not necessarily on the road. They will be interesting to see how they play They're on neutral. Gritty. They're gritty. They are. They will be interesting to see how they play on a neutral court. I do think 
from a sleeper call, I love your Illinois play. I think Illinois has some just shooters. Underrated. And they got shooters. And the other one that is the sleeper that is has been just on the rise, and we just got freaking beat by them, was, was, is Wisconsin. Oh, they're good. They are on the rise. They got great shooters, and um, they, uh, they, they just play hard. Just some good old, you know, country white boys playing hard, man. They're just tall, big, freaking corn-fed boys. I don't know what the hell you call them, but well, it's so weird. Um, Watching that team take the court, I'm like, that is the most bizarre thing ever. They're all like up buzz cuts. I, I, I'd like kind of look at like Illinois. I think if Illinois and Wisconsin meet each other, it's going to be a battle because Illinois, they're like, they're just, I don't know how to say, they're just tough. Yep. They're very like, you know, you're just, you kind of like, you know, you go play, you know, backyard basketball or you go play at, you know, well, they're play, at they're, the park. I, or I, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, own, they're gonna own you. Yeah, and almost every team I think in the Big Ten plays extremely tough defense, like just super tough defense. I think uh, there could be two Big Ten, two Big Ten teams in the Final Four. So I won't. I'm not gonna say more about that. But yep. just because the what you just said, like they're like Texas, they're like Texas Tech teams. Like remember mm-hmm. the past two years yeah. of Texas Tech, the yep. defense was off. They couldn't shoot. No. But they they will wear you down yeah. with their defense, and then when they do get hot, watch out. So, so we got the we got the players this week. Yep, players this week. Um, it's a fantastic golf tournament. It's a great golf tournament. Those finishing holes are just there's they're three of the best finishing holes. But I, I think we should say something here that I think even more so, you being from Carmel and you know Pete Dye living here most of his life, you know there's going to be a big tribute. This was that. Would you say that is his signature course? Absolutely. Okay. So even though he's like whistling straight, but and that's been in majors. Well, I and think all I think whistling straight. I mean, there's a number of courses that obviously he's um, had are, are significantly on. attached to him, right? I mean, Harbor Tree or Harbor Town, um, you know, is, is another you know Pete Dye course too, and and uh, so Pete's uh, Pete's had uh, golf courses that have been in majors, several, many golf tournaments, but yeah. This is his signature for sure. It's so, it's it's so memorable. Yeah. Yeah, those last three holes, are, so I, I awesome. mean, they're awesome. Everybody they're so everybody knows what those last three holes are. They're so good. They're I mean they're risk reward. I mean, well, <laughs> seventeen isn't a risk reward. Seventeen is a just hang on, but risk reward sixteen, eighteen is just a <laughs> hang on too kind of, but. If you hit a good drive, you can put yourself in position. Seventeen's just—I mean, that's you, it's diabolical. You, man. Oh my god! <laughs> Hundred and forty-yard shot, and you're like, I don't know, it's crazy. You have to hit a green. Yep. I mean, that's what you it have comes more greens to. score better. Yeah, you <laughs> got to hit a green. Truth. You got to have a rag. <laughs> well, I—I I think there's going to be. Um, I hope there's a big tribute to Pete. They were—they uh, actually had a piece on him last night on the Golf Channel where they talked about him and his wife and. Um, and and about the course and stuff. So you're right. They're they're obviously ramping up to to do a story because it's you know it's and we we I haven't watched any of this. We usually on the golf channel they'll have all week. Did did you see this? What? We just turned our heads and Pacers were down twenty. Did you look over? Did you look? Did you look over in the past? I haven't. Time? No, like I haven't looked at it since the third quarter. They at the end of the third quarter, the Pacers were down by at least twenty. Oh my God! And now they're up two. 
Bench is going crazy. And there's two minutes less left to go. This is amazing. Wow. Okay. Well, sorry. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, podcast fans. Uh, that was a little bit you of should a turn that around and up, show that. Oh my! They're three. up three. That is amazing. Wow. So if you hear us like looking over to you know, yeah, interesting. All right. So um, uh, I, I like the players. I think I do think it is essentially the fifth major. I know it's not. They're never going to uh, call it the fifth major. We talked a little bit about this uh, last year. It's just it's never going to be labeled that. Um, and. Uh, I, I think that that's fine because because you don't want to have to go back, right? You don't want to have to go back and then like reward anybody who won it before and be like, okay, well that's now a major title. Um, so I don't think they're ever they're never going to label it as a major before that. But it's basically it's the unspoken fifth major, and because it is, it's it's we have the same. We've had this discussion last yeah. year, you know, with. It being, it's never going to be a, a major, but it's an. Inc- you, you look at the, they showed a stat the other day, and it's actually not the toughest field in golf. It's like number like because it's everybody or four. that won, right? It's, it's like number three or four behind them. The majors are the hardest. Yeah, they they have the best fields, but it's right. It, but it, I think it was above one major though. It was better than like the PGA Championship. It had a stronger field. Interesting. So, I mean, it, it, it's an incredible golf tournament. I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to watch it this week. Yeah, I'll watch it. I mean, I'm starting to think about it. I'm starting to get a little pumped. <laughs> That's good, John. I mean, are you? We don't even get that pumped about pro golf. I no, I will watch it. It's, it's one of those where I watch it. But we've been going through. You but know, the thing, I think of all the, I catch like, I cut like a few snippet shots from this past weekend. And I caught, caught a few the previous week. And I don't necessarily think I watched like, I probably watched part of the broadcast for the waste management and I watched a little bit at Tory and I watched some of the AT&T but like I'll 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 sit down and actually watch some of this. Well, I'm starting to get a little more excited now. I like where the players is at and the, the timing of the year now cuz like the weather just starting oh, to yeah. turn. I'm starting to feel it just a little bit. Um All right, we're close on a game over here. I'm sorry. I keep looking <laughs> over. We're under a minute's tied up. Tied up under uh, we, could we comment? Let's commentate. Uh, Should we commentate yeah, on what's so, going on here? Oh, 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 tough shot, tough shot. Celtics so, just go up by uh, two with forty-seven seconds. I think they need to go down low to uh, Sabonis. Yeah, they what go do you down think, to Sabonis? What do you think? Yeah, I don't want Vic taking some crazy jumper. Oh, he's thinking he's about, about to get it. ripped right now. He is. Wow, Sabonis. They're playing some defense oh, right here. Man. We got Holiday. Oh no! Oh man! They oh, got shit. oh shot clock. Get in there. Nope. No, Brick no, City. No, Brick City by. <laughs> now nah, they're going to have to foul. They got uh, They do have clock. to foul, right? Yeah. Nah. Sucks. They came back. All the way came back from 20 down. And, and, two, and Oladipo throws up two bricks. All right, well. We're off. Okay. We're back, well, back, to, uh, so back to golf. What do you think? So I, wanted, I brought over a, a golf club. You want to yep. grab it yep. so you can Let's show? Grab that. It's a new... Um, New Vokies. So they were just released this week. The SM8s. You can show it up close. Yeah. Mike, can you hear me? Hold it. I think I got unplugged. Hello? Why can't I hear myself? I can I can hear you. Oh, okay. I oh, there. Uh-huh. There we go. The cord kind of turned me down. All right. Um, we're gonna showcase that sucker. 
baby. So, so you did a 50 degree. What's the F? Is it an F grind? Is that what that is? It says F grind. So it's eight, uh, eight degree bounce F grind. It's, it's probably the type of, uh, bounce it's got. There's some F. Looks like it's got not a ton of bounce, um, to it. That is a, the back of that. It's really good looking club. Uh, not, not that you ever see that other than when you draw it from your bag, but man, that's pretty looking. And it set, I will say it sets up almost, it looks almost the exact same as uh, any other Vogue that I've ever seen. It feels a little different. It feels a little heavier. Okay. It does than the ones that I had two years ago. I, I upgraded the shaft because I like these uh, Modus mm-hmm. uh, Nippon shafts. That's what shafts. you put in your... Uh, um, get a little Mizunos. heavier. Yep. Get a little heavier. Um but I got the I got the fifty eight uh, fifty uh, four and the fifty, so nice. I hit them on the uh, simulator and they hit really nice. I saw yeah I saw some marks uh, on the face here. You've already got mm-hmm. them on here uh, a lot a lot off the toe. Um, there's a couple here that no nope, you hadn't, didn't shank any, but some some good toward the toe. So it's good that you got some miss hits. I'll take a toe miss hit. Yeah, but, but some other solid shots, too, I can tell. <laughs> um, great club. I can. I had the, uh, the Mizuno uh, Ions last year, and, you know, they were, they were um, okay. Uh, I'm glad I'm going back to the Vokies, so excited to try these out next week. I'm a, I'm a fan of the Vokie wedges. I've got the 60-degree uh, that uh, I might upgrade. Yeah, and I've, I've got ping... 56 and ping uh, 51 that match my set, but may have to look at the 60 and see if I upgraded that because that is a pretty looking club. So yeah, it's like like you said, the pretty parts the back mm-hmm. you don't see it. I know you don't really see it, but it's a good looking club. Yeah, yeah. I, I I either that or get my grooves like redone or something on mine. I don't know because I do like my wedge. I don't think you can do that. I don't know. I mean, that's one thing. Like we say, you need to replace every year is your wedges. No. Because you'll just lose. Well, we're down three here. And. Oh, he got fouled. But they didn't give it to wow. him. They gave it to Sabonis with a tip in. They're going to foul again. All right, cool. Yeah, we're we're so down in some last second basketball. The the Pacers down 111. Celtics. Crazy. 112. You know, by the time you guys listen to this, like you'll already have been able to see all the highlights if you wanted to see it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we'll. We'll uh, we'll we'll talk next week. I I think we should. We should let's let's no try to get some type of cam that we can do for three holes. Yep. Have a little challenge, and we can uh, try a drink while we're on the course too. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be yeah. fun. Be a little different. Yeah, we're gonna shake it up next week. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do something a little bit different. Um, I had one other thing and I totally forgot what we were gonna talk about. Damn it! Yeah, it's called the time change. What is going wrong with me? So you you know we covered Quibman. We went over a little pro golf. Shit. We I mean, what else? What else? I mean, we got we got a little booze. Yeah, we got some booze. Go ahead and show them uh, this, and then we'll we'll take a little pause for a second. So for we station have identification. A little Johnny. Hold on, I'll put this down. Are you stuck? Johnny Drum, and that is a uh, lovely. So private the, stock here. It's a uh, straight whiskey. It's owned Kentucky by Willet. So this, yeah. So Willet, um, 
owns this now. Yeah, I don't think they owned them before, like a few years ago, but now okay. they own them. Distilled Asian bottled by Willet Distillery. So, uh, we're, yeah, we're going to give this a whirl here. Uh, should be pretty good. Hang on. We'll be right back. All right. So, uh, John, I remember what I would, wanted to uh, bring up, and it, we got off of it because I think we were tired of talking about it. But um, I saw an article, Golf Magazine, whatever, golf.com, put out. Um, what if, and we were talking about this, I think, yesterday, what if they uh, cancel the Masters, or will they cancel the Masters because of this whole virus scare? And it goes to the, I wanted to piggyback that onto this, the, the Ivy League canceling their tournament, and obviously what's coming up with all this stuff. And um, my thought, my initial thought on this was like, they would never cancel the Masters. That'd be crazy. Worst case, they don't let spectators in. How weird would that be? Like, nobody cheering when a birdie gets made? Be horrible. Like, you, you want to talk about commentators trying to do filler content? Oh, my God, it'd be the weirdest thing ever. I don't, I mean, so, I, I think the, the, the guys that run the Masters kind of run a lot of part of golf. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't think they're gonna. They're gonna. They're not gonna give in that easy. Those guys, they won't. They'll be like, "Look, you guys can come. We feel comfortable. Hey, you wash your hands. You know, fist bump. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think we're fine. So, I, I think they're more thinking like you and I. Well, and I'm, I'm kind of curious as you look at like, especially like a golf tournament. I mean, it's one thing with, um, um, like a a sporting event, like a basketball. You end up sitting down. I mean, yes, you walk into the stadium and you're like around a bunch of people as you're getting in and getting your take, whatever. But They're once you're touching people, and correct. But once you get to your seat, really, like you, you're only surrounded by like so many people, right? You're only exposed to so many people. At a golf tournament, though, because you wander around and other people are like walking so much, and like you know, I just kind of wonder if it like it creates a different environment for exposure to stuff that like. They're, people are going to panic about. I don't know. Just I just wonder. I don't care. My my wonder. vote my vote is if you're like saying, do I think it's going to be canceled? No way. Yeah. No way. I don't think so either. No. I don't. I don't think we're going to get less to the point. attended. Yeah. Correct. Do they limit attendance? Do they? Um, you know, just I don't know. Probably. Do they like? God, what like? Do they get rid of practice day? What do they make so much money off that merch? I just can't see him. I just can't see nope. him doing it. Nope. I think I, it's 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 going to go on. It's like all the ad dollars and all the money that's already sp- corporate dollars that are spent to do the final four. It's going to go on. Yep. It's going to go on. The Ivy League tournament wasn't a, like going to be a big money maker, right? No. There's there's no ad dollars at stake there. I'm surprised they didn't let those kids play without at least fans yeah. because most time they don't have that many fans there. Anyways. Well, that's the way I look at that. Like let them play and just have no spectators. Play, play for it and broadcast it, whatever. Yeah, well, so... Silly. There's a... Um, that's the... That's, hey, that's the, that's the elite right there. There's a guy elite that... Elite colleges. There's a guy that's, uh, that works at, with me at uh, CBRE that played um, at Cornell, and he played at Purdue, Eric Peck. Yep. And he tells me, like, when he went to uh, the Ivy League school, that they are not... They're just... They're not like any other college they're not geared towards sports no 
at all. It's all academic. It's all academic. You're not you're not catered to. That's just a that's a it's it's like hey you oh you lettered in that good job. Yeah. You know? They d- they don't care. No. So that's part of it, I think. Yeah. To make sure that everybody knows that that's not that important. Yeah. They're like, okay, look, we're we're more concerned. With- yeah. We're we're more concerned about probably how our medical students are doing right now and in, in researching this. Oh so, yeah. 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 I get it. All right. So there you go. I wanted to bring that up because I thought that was my thought as well as like I figured worst case scenario. They don't allow fans, but at the same it's time, I look at, I look at uh, these events that are coming up over like the next few weeks um, or a couple months even, and it's like there's so many ad dollars that are already spent that like it's business. Like you're like you have to roll the dice on it, hundred percent, and and just be like hand sanitizer everywhere and. There probably will still people that won't feel comfortable showing up to the Masters, and so one thing that's happened is the aftermarket tickets to the Masters, they've dropped so a ton. We were gonna try some Johnny Drum and <laughs> and talk about like you know how we sometimes talk about rare bourbons and everything. Mm-hmm. You know what's gonna become the most rare and expensive thing out there on the market? <laughs> Purell. <laughs> Did you grab that from my kitchen? <laughs> Grabbed it from your bathroom. <laughs> from my bathroom. This that is thing, that this thing's thing worth hundred dollars right thing, now. This thing right here <laughs> is going to giant go, bottle. This thing is going to go for three hundred by April, <laughs> right here. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah, that's the giant bottle. So actually, I was on eBay today to see like what people are doing. Uh, eBay and Amazon are you are blocking people from gouging and selling any type of that kind of pro any type of products like this right that, now. They're I mean, seriously, it. that is going to be yep. like a a a pappy. That's uh, it, yeah. If you can find like an aftermarket site that would allow it, I guess it is illegal in a number of states to do resell that, it to re to gout to like overpriced gouge people. I'm like, okay, like people I, do it all. I time, hear people but. they're they're selling back product back to China. For like, like really high prices, and they make it in China. We buy it, and then (laughs) and then you sell it back. What I'm trying to understand too is, I guess no one they haven't talked about this that much. Like no one's scared about anything that's been made in China. I've heard that start to come up a little bit, and like stuff that's been shipped over. You know what I mean? Like it is is whatever. So, uh, so you got practice tickets, which last year went for. Anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars are um, less than five hundred bucks. Um, a Wednesday practice around six fifty. Two years ago, I paid uh, almost fifteen hundred dollars a piece oh my for Wednesday god. practice tickets. Oh my god! That's how much they've dropped. Um, you can go on. Um, you can go the whole week for forty two hundred bucks. You can go the whole week for forty two hundred. Yep, Thursday to Sunday. That's um, pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, Thursday badge fourteen eighty five. Friday badge fourteen hundred. What's a Sunday badge? Uh, Saturday is uh twelve fifty eight. Sunday twelve fifty. Wow. So wow. Um, much lower than you know you'd uh, see in the past. They were up over two thousand, three thousand dollars for a tournament ticket. So, um. The aftermarket has clearly been impacted by this um, because people are probably fearful that one, 
what if they can't get in, or two, what if they can't get there because of travel? Or three cancel. Or yes, three, it's canceled. Because so. even if they say, "Hey, we'll refund your money," they still have travel arrangements. They have all the money they've spent well, on flights. And, and if you paid the aftermarket price, you aren't getting a refund. And if you on pay that. for a flight, you're not necessarily getting a refund on that. I mean, nope. there's all yep. kinds of yep crazy yep. stuff going on. All right, sorry, Johnny Drum. Sorry, I'm glad I I wanted that was really where the Corona thing was supposed to go. I know we got off on a tangent with it, but I wanted to talk about how it impacts sports. So we're gonna try this Johnny Drum. It's been sitting on a rock. Here it's, for a little bit, so it's got to be nice and watered. So, so uh, this is... Uh, we don't really have a full take on it. I suppose we could... Owned by Willet. Yeah. Willet Distillery, which is a pretty famous distillery. I, I've had this before, um, but let's give this one a whirl, and uh, I'll see if I my, my opinion's changed. I do like the nose on it. It's got some sweetness to it. Got some alcohol in there. It's got some spice. Some spice, a little bite to it. I like it. And that's even after it's been watered a little bit. That's what I remembered. I remember it being pretty stiff. Um, 50% alcohol. Uh, I, I like know. it. Do you? Yeah, I do. I mean, be honest, if you don't like it, I mean... It's, it's not my favorite. It's... It's not my favorite. I think this is good with putting some water with it. Well, we definitely and also uh, actually mixing it. It's it's a mixer. The Johnny Drum people might not be happy with that. I well, think they, I, they, they, but I'm I sorry, think, but it is. But it, I I think you. I, I don't. Are, I, I'll prefer to drink other bourbons on the rocks. I will drink this much slower than I would probably a lot of others. This is uh, this has some burn to it. Um, uh, there, it, it feels a little spicy initially, but there's burn. The flavor in it's good, but there's it just it's almost like too much alcohol for me. You're right. You almost got to kill it with like a ginger ale or something like that. And that's and look. I mean, they they understand like they're they what is have, this? What is this? Like thirty five bucks? Thirty two dollars? Yeah. So look, and hey, that's where we're going with this, though, right? Like we're like, hey, what's an affordable, decent bourbon that isn't or whiskey that isn't Jack Daniels and it isn't uh, Jim Beam, and it isn't you know the your average Joe stuff, right? So hopefully we'll be able to try their really good stuff, the Will at six seven, yeah, and the the Will at four year rye. So we'll try that. We're crossing our fingers. We're going to get that tomorrow. So we're hoping to get that. But to me, this is more. It, it's okay. Like it's, it's all right. It's it's okay. But I I, I wouldn't probably. I, I would mix this. I'm yeah. sorry. I just would. No, I think I would too. I mean, it doesn't taste I've, bad. I let, I'm not sure I would gift it. Um, I think it was it'd be one of those where I think somebody would appreciate it, but I don't necessarily think it would like win somebody over um, necessarily. So it's good. It's like, good. You could you could put this in a I, old fashioned. Actually, this might be good with an old fashioned. You know, it could. You add a little sugar to it. Um, you know, little little water. little orange. More, I think this would be better on the rocks. It'd melt more. Well, do we let it sit here for a while? So I, I think there's some water in there. But I think I like your idea. Get a little sugar in there. I think a little ginger ale, um, a little sugar cube, and some an orange. You know, bitters. Some bitters that might help this out a little bit. So it's not bad though. I'm not gonna say. I mean, I've talked to other guys that like this, and but but the way we taste most of the stuff, whether it's the tequila 
or the bourbons or the whiskeys or whatever we've been tasting on this show is usually we taste it on the rocks. And maybe that's not the best way to serve Johnny Drum. And that's fine. That's completely fine. I mean, maybe, you know, I could... Do you, do you have a ginger ale over there? I do. Let's go well, grab hey, it real I'm going to go pop... I'm going to go, go grab, grab a ginger ale. You keep talking. Um, I, I think it says it's a sour mash. I, is that like a certain type of mix or how they do it? I mean, I know that like uh, Jack Daniels is sour mash, but it doesn't, it doesn't say like Jack Daniels. It, the method of production has remained unchanged down through our four generations of the same family of master distillers. So, you know, hey, look, we're not trying to say to anybody that likes this that if you drink it on the rocks, you're not trying to knock it. We're just trying to see if how we would like it better. Splash, so put splash of ginger ale here. Put some a little bit of ginger. Just a ale. splash. Nothing too crazy. Don't need too many bubbles. All right, let's just give it a whirl. I don't know if it makes it any better. It does. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It actually might have made it worse. It, yeah, I, I, I'm not a, a major fan of that with it. Um, well, hey, here's the deal, guys. I wouldn't gift it, but we're going to keep trying to figure out a way to serve Johnny Drum to make it maybe better, and we'll come back on another episode and and see if we can uh, do something with it. But ginger ale, Johnny Drum, not, not the drink. Uh, Johnny Drum on one ice cube. We don't think that's the way to serve it either. I'm glad we didn't try it neat. We may have burned ourselves. I, I will probably say I liked it a little better than, than Mark on with a with the on the ice, but I definitely like it with the ginger ale. Yeah, ginger ale it was weird. it was okay, but I have had this in an old fashioned before. Okay, and it was it was pretty good. Yeah, but this is how I remembered it. I remembered it being just a little too burn alcohol. Just feel the burn. Cool, cool man. All right, well, thanks, John. Thanks for bringing that over. Uh, thanks, everybody. Hope you uh, can check out the video, whether or not that way you can at least maybe see what we've been showing you a little bit and uh, give us a little feedback on that. Let us know if you like that. Uh, we may try to work in live streaming at some point. So uh, we will see that. Uh, with that, uh, John and I next week are going to go out and we're going to hit some more greens. We're going to score better, but we'll come back to you uh, with some more stuff next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, John. See you. Appreciate it.